That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the H2O Halloween edition of TSS Fantasy. We're ready for the Friday night breakdown. Let's welcome into the studio Justin Jesus Herrera. Welcome in, my brother. Hey, brother. Thanks for having me. And I love the I love the little graphics too. You got Freddie the Pothead, Harry Pothead over there. <laughs> you got you got Matthew McConaughey uh, shadowing as Judge Jordan over there. I mean, shit, man, that guy was spot on. I thought that was just Matthew McConaughey. Period. Then you put George Tom Jordan Thomas next. I was like, damn, bro. You might have something there, lost cousin or something. And then, of course, me, the holiest man of them all, and also the sexiest of them all, too. <laughs> Why not? Why not, indeed? I love it. Absolutely. All right. Well, again, it's Halloween, but we, well, it's Halloween weekend. Halloween isn't until Tuesday, but, you know, we like to celebrate our holidays up in here. Uh, figured we'd have a good time with our Friday breakdown, make things all things Halloween themed tonight. So we got our fantasy friends along, of course. I'm going to have some great um, skits for you a little later. Um, do us a favor. Go to tssfantasy.com. Look at our latest and greatest rankings up on there. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. So make sure you check that out. Also, Jazz Sportsbooks as well. We got lots of great promos in there. Use the... Use the promo code TSS for that as well. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. I guess I'm the only one who decided to dress up for the Halloween thing. I got my Oh, friend. no, I'm De'Aaron Fox, baby. I'm De'Aaron right, Fox. Okay, all right, cool. Sacramento like, cool. Kings playing tonight. Got to represent. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, baby. Fastest Love. man on... You love you love yourself some Tyreek Hill. This man is the Tyreek Hill of the NBA, the fastest man in the NBA, De'Aaron Fox. Nice. Well, he still ain't Tyreek Hill. Um, all right. Well, before we don't have Brian in tonight, unfortunately, he'll be joining with us Sunday. We'll go over um, the injuries here in a second. Before we do, however, let's talk about last night real quick. <laughs> it was pretty much what I think we all kind of expected. Um, however, I think the Bucks kind of hung a little bit more than I expected anyway. Baker Mayfield had an okay night, 237 um, a, a two TDs, and he could have had that Hail Mary if Chris Godwin would have turned the hell around. Um, Rashad White had an okay night if he had a PPR back, but he got the TD um, as well. So, excuse me, not the TD, but he got um, some decent yards, seven receptions, 70 yards. He was their leading receiver last night. So, in PPR, had a decent game. Um, non PPR had an okay night um, for you, um, but Chris Godwin. 55 receptions, 54 yards of TD. Mike Evans, thankfully, grabbed that TD, or he had a, pretty much a lackluster night. Three receptions, 39 yards, and a TD. On the other side, of course, you know, it's Josh Allen doing Josh Allen. Um, it's 324, two TDs, um, rush for 41 yards, got the rush TD as well. James Cook had an okay night as well, 67 yards um, on the ground. He had the one reception uh, for six yards. It's just a, like an okay night for him. Um, Khalil Sha Shakir last night, six receptions, 92 yards. Gabe Davis, nine receptions, 87 yards in a TD. Stephon Diggs, nine receptions, 70 yards. Dalton Kincaid without Dalton Knox, 
five receptions, 65 yards at TD. Um, he also had that little shovel pass as well near the goal line. They looked at him a lot um, at the goal line. I don't know if it was just they wanted to make sure he got one, uh, but it seemed like even prior that they seemed to be looking for him a lot. So going forward, looks like a good prospect um, for Don Kincaid as tight end. Kind of exciting as far as tight end goes. Uh, but anyway, Justin, your thoughts on last night? What would you think? It was pretty much what, what we thought it was. Yeah, the Bills won, and uh, I'm very excited about Dalton Kincaid. He was one of the guys that I got as a stash. You know, he was one of the guys that I purposely got because I was just like, he could be a second-half guy, and now with Dawson Knox going to the IR, you know he is going to start getting those passes towards him. He's just a more athletic version of Dawson Knox. Um, He's a more fluid route runner, too. I, I really like that prospect. And then, like you said, else was kind of how we thought it was going to go. Josh Allen was very Josh Allen-esque. Even threw the interception in there to kind of always you know, bring down your fantasy points just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, James Cook, you still want to see him get in the end zone. They were still running Latavius Murray in the red zone. Always concerning, but you know, Gabe Davis, one of those Gabe Davis games, and then Stefan Diggs, as much as he worries you with these games, he's you know, he's gonna bounce back, you know, he's always gonna have those huge games, and sometimes he'll have a disappointment game, but for the most part, he'll always kind of stay consistent. I, I loved it, and then you know, the Buck side. I think the Bucs have life to them. This is a division that's very weak, like very weak. The last team to not have a win, the last winless team is in this division. The Bucs have a very solid chance, even with these back-to-back losses, to win this division. And I'm here for the Baker Mayfield train. I think he looks good. I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin complement him perfectly. Colts Martin, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're ready to bring the breakdown for you. And yeah, um, I'll agree to everything you said. Nothing you said was on um, off or anything. I mean, listen, the bottom line is, like you said, the Bucks got a little bit of kick to them. Um, got an okay offense or defense is, I mean, they're just one of those okay teams that could just stick around and be around for a, at least a wild card spot um, in the playoffs. So you know, uh, very impressive showing against the Bills. Um, and again, they still to me have chinks in that armor so the bills i mean they're they're a great team but at the same time a lot of a lot of question marks going forward as far as their uh, playoff relevancy is concerned all right well um now we again i don't have brian in i'm just gonna run down the i mean we got a ton of injuries so i'm just gonna read out what the latest uh injury report um and and this is in no particular order Robert Woods is out. Miles Sanders, he's cleared to go. TJ Hawkinson is cleared. Aaron Jones is cleared. Luke Musgrave is questionable. Taysom Hill is questionable. Um, Jawan Johnson has been cleared to come back. Zach Moss, um, he's questionable. So Jonathan Taylor, make way. Um, Hunter Henry is cleared to go. Raheem Mostert um, is questionable. Tyree Kill is cleared to go. River, River Craycraft might be back as well. He's questionable. Jalen Waddle is cleared to go. Daniel Jones is out. Saquon has been cleared to go. Gary Brightwell um, is out. Wondell Robinson is cleared. Darren Waller is listed as questionable. Trevor Lawrence listed as questionable. Zay Jones is out. 
Deontay Johnson is clear. Um, Ryan Tannehill is out. Um, and I guess they're going to be switching quarterbacks some, um, from what I understand, which is always a weird, interesting thing. Um, so, you know, if you have DeAndre Hopkins, uh, beware. Um, Curtis Samuel is questionable. Traylon Burks actually is clear to come back as well. Um, Deshaun Watson is out. Jerome Ford is questionable. Kareem Hunt has been cleared to go. Um, Marquise Goodwin is back for, I'm sorry, questionable for them. Um, Najoku has been cleared. Kenneth Walker has been cleared. Zach Charbonnet has been cleared. DK Metcalf cleared. Tyler Lockett questionable. Kyler Murray, this is the one that's interesting. He's doubtful for this game, but he's been taken off the injured list. So Kyler Murray, get ready. He's about to return. Look like they're eyeing week 10 for him. Jarek McKinnon has cleared um, to come back as well. Uh, Brock Purdy is questionable. Debo Samuel is out. Justin Fields is out. Roshan Johnson is clear. Josh Palmer is questionable. Jalen Guyton is questionable. Gerald Everett is questionable. And we don't know about Jimmy G or David Montgomery yet. Um, those injury reports have not been out there to be announced. All right. Well, let's start with some Halloween fun after I just read all that shit out. And let's get to our monster starts of the week. <laughs> All right, we'll start with you, my friend, at QB. Who's your monster start this week? Oh, my monster start is what everybody used to call a bust. Everybody's getting all drunk and all uh, high on the Worcestershire sauce over there, turning into zombies. And as my friend, the fantasy counselor, would say, not really my friend, but the fantasy counselor would say, sheeping it up there. Justin fucking Herbert, man. Come on, that man. Oh, God, he looks ugly as fuck. I want to change my pick now. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, come on now. Like, we're, we're getting a little too harsh on this guy over a couple games. This guy is the future. This guy is – he's so goddamn talented. And this week playing the Bears, look for him to have a monster comeback and be a monster start for you this week. Ooh-wee, I love it. I love it. All right, my monster for QB is Jalen Hurts. Roar, I wish I had a sound effect there. Um, listen, he is right now QB number two in fantasy. Uh, fourth in fantasy points per drop back. There's all kind of stats. I can sit here and go on and on and on. Listen, the bottom line is the commanders are absolute garbage in the secondary right now, and you already have... Jalen Hurts, who's going to throw it all over them. And then guess what? When he decides to, you know what? I'm going to take a break from throwing. He's going to push, push his way into the end zone, getting one rent, getting a TD um, on the ground as well. So get your growl ready. Rawr! Jalen Hurts is my monster start at QB this week. All right, my friend, who you got at uh, running back? I got, I got the canine. Kenneth Walker, baby. Okay, so we all know. Wow, that is. You really are doing your best work, my friend. That is something else, right there. So we we know that Cleveland is on a historical pace against the passing game, right? They've kind of proven that at this point. They are not on a historical pace for the rushing game. They are very susceptible against rushing for our running backs. Um, listen. 
The past two weeks, they've given up 100-yard games to the combined running backs of Jordan Mason, Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, and Zach Moss. They've also given up three touchdowns. That's that's your sign right there. How are you going to beat the Cleveland Browns? It's going to be on the ground. What are the Seahawks notorious for always doing? Rushing the football. This guy has been an absolute monster this week. Or he's been an absolute monster this season. Look for him to continue to be an absolute monster this week. Rawr, I love it. All right. Well, my monster, shall we play a game? I guess I should switch it up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, for running back position is Alvin Kamara. Look, bottom line is, ever since this guy came back, and I feel really dumb by not holding on to him and just taking those couple weeks um, in the beginning of the season because talk about volume. He's averaged 26.1 touches and 109.6 total yards. I mean, that's insane. The guy's had a, a he he's basically just been their target monster out of the backfield. He's been their running uh, all, all day running back. I mean, because they don't have a running quarterback. Um, so all the rushes go to Alvin. Everything is Alvin, Alvin, Alvin. And guess what? The Colts, they're 26 against fantasy running backs. So if I want to play a game this Halloween, it's definitely with Alvin Kamara. All right. Who do we got at receiver? Oh, well, we're going with the monster up in Kansas City. His name is Rasheed Rice. And I'm I'm ecstatic about this guy. You know, not only does he look so good in this picture, but he is looking good on the stat sheet, my friend. I mean, the past three games, he's been averaging five targets a game. That's the most among wide receivers, excluding tight end. I'm not putting in tight end for Kansas City. And... He has been just putting up the stats. He has two games over 50 yards. He has two touchdowns over that three-game span. And I think this guy is just getting heated up, man. I think this guy is due for one of those really big games. Guess who he's playing this week? Denver Broncos. The Dolphins know all about big games against the Broncos. I think the Chiefs are going to get Rishi Rice some touchdowns this week. Maybe two. Maybe two. I'm hoping for two. He's in my starting lineup. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Well, my monster at the receiver is downtown oh, Brown, who lost some pigmentation. Oh, my God. I'm a vacation. <laughs> He's been dominant, however, on the football field. Uh, Brown right now, he's number five uh, receiver in fantasy, ranking third right now in deep targets as well. I mean, listen, I mean, if, if you watch any bit of this Eagles, is there's no um, there's something going on with Devonta Smith and Jalen. They're just not on the same page. Um, but a, him and A.J. Brown certainly are. So volume equal great matchup equal just everything else. You got to love A.J. Brown this coming up weekend all right my friend who do you got at the tight end position i'm kind of i'm kind of scared after that one to see what sam laporta is gonna look like under your monster machine oh jesus he looks, he looks like he looks like jay cutler on halloween he looks like my my friend's older brother they ate too many peanut butter and jellies yeah exactly. 
<laughs> he's just had a little bit of like blood circulation cut off, but you see all the jelly down there. <laughs> uh, Sam Laporta, big matchup this week against Vegas. I mean, he's always been consistent as far as targets go. This week, he just gets back on it as far as getting those valuable receptions and the touchdowns. They've proven that even with Jamison Williams coming back, it's not going to halt Sam Laporta getting his target share in this offense. Gotta love it. The matchup is there. Sam Laporta is going to have a monster week. And don't let him near your peanut butter and jellies. He will take them all for me. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to my monster at the tight end. It's Mark Andrews. He, looks, he don't look any better. Uh, look like he, he just maybe had a little more uh, grape jelly on his. Um, right now, the Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals actually are pretty decent against tight at the tight end position. But the bottom line is like the volume um, of where the football goes is going to be to Mark Andrews. I like Lamar Jackson against this porous um, Cardinals uh, secondary. So all day long, you got to expect Mark Andrews to have a monster game coming up this week. All right, those are our monster starts of the week. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's get time. It's time now for the breakdown. All right, let's break it on down with the Jets at the Giants. Um, the Jets against fantasy QBs are 19th. Against running backs are 21st. Against receivers, they are numero uno. And against tight ends, they are dead last in the league. Uh, Giants are 17th against fantasy QBs, 26th against running backs, 24th against receivers, and 10th versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like. Um, So... I don't really like either of the quarterbacks. And it's not because Tyrod Taylor's a bad quarterback. It's just he's very uneventful. He's not going to get you anything. You know what I mean? He's not going to hurt you, but he's really not going to help you at the same time. Um, one person he does help, though, is Darren Waller. And one, one position that the um, Jets have been terrible against is the tight end. I also like uh, Saquon Barkley against the uh, Jets defense. Wide receivers, uh, you won't catch me holding one of those guys. On the other side, I will start Garrett Wilson. I will start Brees Hall. And you know what? As a flyer, I'll even start Tyler Conklin. Because if you're really in a pinch with tight end, it's not a bad play because he's around five targets a game. You never know when he's going to get an end zone or a red zone target. But, you know, everything can help at the tight end position. If you don't have it locked down, you always got to go for the guys to get the quantity over the quality sometimes. Yeah, speaking of the tight end position, this would be one game that Darren Waller, if he could make it back, would be very beneficial for him. Jets are horrible, as I mentioned, dead last against tight ends. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, though, can't stay healthy, um, can't get on the field. Let's see if he does. If so, he's a must start um, against this Jets secondary. All right, well, let's go to a, a surprisingly uh, good game, the Jags against the Steelers. Um, fantasy wise, the Jags are 25th against fantasy QBs, fourth against running backs are 25th against receivers and 27th against tight ends. The Steelers are 16th versus fantasy QBs, 25th versus running backs. They are 31st against receivers and eighth 
versus tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? Uh, this, is a, this is kind of a tough one because I invested a lot in Trevor Lawrence this year, and he has not delivered. Um, he's been having injury problems these past couple weeks. Don't know if that's the reason. Don't know if it isn't. But um, it's been tough. But you got it. You kind of at this point, unfortunately, you got to start him if you got him. Uh, just hold your fingers together and say a couple prayers up to fancy Jesus that he brings you a good game. Um and then as far as you know, running backs, ETN, you've got to start him every single time. This guy is a top three running back. He might be the best running back of this month, to be honest with you. He's just been absolutely murdering it. I think the stat is six touchdowns in the past like two games. Absolutely start Travis ETN. And Calvin Ridley will not catch me with that one. It's Christian Kirk all day long until Calvin Ridley can prove that he can get back. Um, Evan Ingram might be an interesting start. As I was saying with Tyler Conklin, it's kind of tough to turn down a uh, tight end that gets a lot of targets. And Evan Ingram does get a lot of targets. So you got to kind of, you know, play it how you got it. If you have a tight end situation where Evan Ingram's your top dog, just go ahead and play him. On the flip side, uh, love me some Deontay Johnson. George Pickens should have been a monster start. I don't know why I didn't at the time, but he is an absolute monster himself. Um, I also would have loved to have seen him in the AI generator over there. <laughs> I think that would have been cool shit. Um, and then Kenny Pickett. I just I don't trust it. He's he's one of those guys kind of like Tyrod where I'm like he doesn't really hurt me but he doesn't benefit at the same time. Yeah, um this game's interesting to me. Um you know and again as you mentioned I'm a Trevor Lawrence owner myself. Now, and that one I covered myself a little um with Geno Smith, but he hasn't turned out to be all that much either quite <laughs> frankly. So, um you know depending on matchups, right? But this matchup is okay for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, again, 31st against fantasy receivers are the Steelers. I mean, I don't mind a Christian Kirk. I wouldn't even mind a Calvin Ridley in a flex play because um, you would expect maybe a little bit of a shootout possibly in this game. But like you said, Travis Etienne is always a smash start um, this season. All right, let's go with the Eagles against the Commanders. The Eagles are 24th against fantasy QBs. First against running backs are 29th against receivers and 18th versus tight ends. Commanders, they're 31st against uh, QBs, 14th against running backs, 30th against receivers, and 22nd against tight ends. What say you? Uh, play the Eagles defense for sure because Sam Howell is Sam Sack Howell because obviously his defensive lineman did not like the gifts that he got him. They, he must have got them a little bag of C's candy or something like that because that man is getting murdered all day long. They can't block him. It, it doesn't even look like they're putting effort behind it. But as far as what the offense can deliver – you know, it's so, weird. The last time that the Commanders played the Eagles, it went right down the wire. It was 34 to 31. And Sam Howell had his best game. Like, he was slanging Slam Howe to quote the great Jordan Thomas. And I'll tell you this, man. Like, I, I want those days. I picked up Sam Howe for those days, but he hadn't delivered since. So, I will say this with Sam Howell. Tread lightly. If you really need to in a pinch, he is – Unlike Tyrod Taylor and unlike Kenny Pickett, he has huge upside, but he is also huge downside. So kind of tread lightly with that if you need to put him in. 
The other weapons, I'm going Curtis Samuel all day long. He'll find a way into the end zone, whether it's rushing, whether it's receiving. He's just going to find a way into the red zone. Um, Brian Robinson, don't want any part of that. Uh, that rush defense is nasty. Um, and then the receivers, Terry McLaren, scary Terry McLaren has the Eagles number. You know, there are just some players that just play so well against other teams. Scary Terry McLaren, look at the numbers. This guy just – he just does it against the Eagles. And every time he plays them, he's just – there's something that clicks. And I wish it would click the rest of the season because he'd be a top 10 wide receiver, but it just doesn't. And then uh, Jahan Dotson obviously said him until he proves that he can do anything in this league. On the other side, Eagles-wise – you're starting Hurts. You're starting the Swift. You're starting Brown. Guarantees. You're starting Goddard. Now he's looked like a guarantee these past two weeks. The only fringe guy at this point is Devonta Smith because, like you said, he just has not had a connection with him. We were talking about it on the Dynasty Hour. When I see Jalen Hurts throwing the ball, it just doesn't seem like he makes it over to that side of the field. Like even if AJ Brown is double covered, he'll probably go to AJ Brown to a single covered Devontae Smith. And it's weird. I don't know if it's a him thing, if it's an injured thing, if it's a coordinator thing, but there's just something that's not clicking with Jalen Hurts. He's not seeing the field properly. And that's great for AJ Brown guys because they're getting 15 targets a game. But us Devonta Smith truthers, we're over here sitting with a bag going, okay, so six targets for meaningless yards and no touchdowns. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> there goes my third round pick. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then you know, like I said, the Eagles defense. That's I want everything Eagles. Yeah, an empties jester sack for sure for Devonta Smith owners. All right, let's get on with the Rams at Cowboys. Rams, they are 13th against fantasy QBs, 11th versus running backs, fourth versus receivers, 28th versus tight ends. Cowboys fourth against QBs, ninth against running backs, third against receivers, 26 against tight ends. What say you? Um, it, it's like you got to start Cooper Cup, but Puka Nakua has kind of made it hard because he's like, they're like ping pong and off of each other. It's like, no, bro, you take it this week. No, bro, you take it this week. Last week, Cooper Cup, 25 yards. Previous week, he had like 10 catches, and Puka Nakua had 40 yards. Last week, he had, Puka Nakua had 172 yards. You can't you can't afford to sit either one of them, but at this point, you're almost figuring like, okay, is it going to be my week this week or is it not? You know what I mean? So it's, um, you know, you, you start both of them, but, you know, always temper expectations because, like I said, it just there just seems to be too much um, targets to go around, and it just seems that Stafford hyper targets one of his guys. Um, Higby, I don't know if I want any part of Higby this year. I mean, Higby, the Cowboys have been pretty good against the uh, tight end. I don't know if I just I don't outside of that George Kittle week. I I don't know if I want Higby this week. Uh, Stafford, he'll he'll get you about fifteen to twenty points, so you play him if you need to. On the other side, I like Dak in this matchup. Um, I like Pollard in this matchup. And then probably Lamb, and that's it. I won't take any Jake Ferguson this week. I'll take the Dallas defense because Stafford's always good for a pick. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's where I kind of ended. I don't know how you're feeling about anybody else, but I think I'm just going to take the mainstays and run with it. Yeah, I 
funny with Jordan was here. He would be talking about Jay Ferguson uh, all night. Um, yeah, no, uh, really, this matchup to me is intriguing. It's funny okay. you brought him up, though, because the Rams are 28th against fantasy tight ends. So it might be a decent, actually, matchup for him. Um, they are decent against receivers. So uh, maybe CD Lamb's a little bit um, left out in this one. I doubt it. I mean, what else do they really have there? Um, so yeah, I mean, other, like you said, other than the mainstays, not really know where else to go with this one. Um, cause I'm, I'm going to, even with the picks, I've been a little unsure about this one. This is a, a toss up, um, how well the Rams have been playing. Also the Cowboys have been so helter skelter. So it's interesting, um, to say the least. All right. Well, listen, you know what? We're going to, uh, go into the Halloween weekend. I, you know, I want to hit up a couple parties, you know, I got my outfit ready, so I got my boy Chuck Bass, DJ Chuck Chuck Bass, gonna play some hits for us for this weekend. Let's check it out. Welcome to Playing the Hits Week Eight with me, your boy DJ Chuck Bass. Another one. Did I throw my back out earlier? Yep. Am I going to report the injury properly and play through the pain unlike some stupid fucking Atlanta Falcons situation? You can count on it. It's Halloween week on the countdown, so we're going to look at three players who are currently dressing up as something that they are not. First up on the countdown is Cardinals wide receiver Hollywood Brown, who has been dressing up as some sad emo goth chick for the last two weeks when in reality, he's a high-flying princess. Do not let finishes of wide receiver 54 and wide receiver 47 fool you. This is purely a Joshua Dobbs problem. When Kyler Murray returns the next couple weeks, expect Hollywood's targets to remain double digits and for him to be a top 15 wide receiver rest of schedule. Ooh, number two on the countdown. Speaking of emo goth posers, let's get our middle track rolling with Steelers running back Najee Harris. She's been masquerading around this Halloween party as an RB1 when in reality, only a lucky touchdown saved him from his sixth consecutive finish outside of the top 20. With Jalen Warren continuing to take high-value touches in the red zone and through the passing game, I ask you to sober up, take off the beer goggles, and see through the disguise. Now, coming in at one on this week's countdown is the lowest-selling costume of the, Holly- of the Halloween season, Aaron Jones. A mediocre performance against an ailing Broncos defense will be sure to guarantee people are passing out dental floss instead of full candy bars to the Green Bay running back, but I assure you, better times are ahead. Jones appears to have regained his burst post-hamstring injury and continues to look elusive coming out of the backfield, and we like the Packers to pivot towards their running game because they are currently one of the only teams in the NFL that don't have a quarterback. That's it for playing the hits this week. I'm DJ Chuck Bass. Go kick some ass. Let's go, Chuck Bass. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get on playing the hits with the Vikings at the Packers. Um, Vikings against fantasy QBs are 22nd, against running backs are 13th, against receivers are 26th. And against tight ends are 18th. The Packers, 9th versus fantasy QBs, 30th versus running backs, 8th versus receivers, 12th versus tight ends. What say you, my friend? 
Yeah, Jordan Love's been playing his best Jekyll and Hyde routine ever since week five. He came out looking like this fucking full-on flexed monster, and ever since then, he's kind of shrinked back to like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually just a sophisticated doctor that makes mistakes every once in a while. God, I need that Hyde back. I need Mr. Hyde back. Let's go. Freaking forget about this Dr. Jekyll. Come on, this is the moment. Minnesota is ripe and ready to take this fucking L from the Green Bay Packers. Um, and I think Jordan Love should be fully back to it. I'm going to play him this week, and if he doesn't perform, I'm probably going to bench him or drop him the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> and then um, Aaron Jones, I, I don't know if I can trust Aaron Jones. I keep on putting him in my lineup, and then, you know, freaking Sunday rolls around and he's out. And I'm just like, what, what are we doing here? Um, he just seems so fragile at this point. Hamstring seems to be his biggest problem. So I think I'm going to wheel him out, but with low, low, low expectations. Um, Christian Watson, another guy I've got low expectations on, but if you need to, he's a great flex. Romeo Dobbs has come back to earth ever since week two. And then Luke Musgrave, my guy from heaven, was saying a touchdown last week, and Luke Musgrave uh, shot the bed. So I'll say that Luke Musgrave was a sit this week. Do not try him. On the other side, Kirk Cousins, love the matchup. Love it for Alexander Madison as well. Jordan Addison, the phenom, the young kid, the man who went out there and slayed the 49ers, do not love the matchup this week for him. J.R. Alexander plays very well, especially against young wide receivers. He is a fantastic man cover corner. He's honestly, he's probably the second coming of like a Richard Sherman in this league. And I think that, you know, at this point, you don't want to trust a rookie against him. So I'm going to sit the rookie instead. I'm going to play KJ Osborne and I'm going to play DJ Hawkinson this week. I think they have the better matchups. I think actually can think that Alexander Madison might have a decent game and uh, Cam Akers may be a uh, flex play for you this week as the Packers uh, run defense has been awful say the least so um something to just check out all right let's go to falcons at titans falcons they are 21st against fantasy qbs fifth against running backs seventh against receivers 24th against tight ends titans 15th against qbs 15th against running backs 23rd against receivers and fifth against tight ends what say you any game that Arthur Smith has his grubby little hands on, you want no freaking part of. And this is a battle of his current team versus his former team. You know what that means, Jason? Play the running backs and fuck everything else. <laughs> um, so, but but realistically, you know, Kyle Pitts showed he's a pretty good um, option these past couple weeks, and. Titans are actually really good against the running back, but they're terrible against any receiving option. So I would actually say this is a sneaky time to put in Drake London as your wide receiver one. I think that's a great pick, a great play. Um, Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith, I think that both those guys can eat this week. I think you temper expectations for both because like uh, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, they kind of switch off who's the more dominant that week but they always seem to both get their points. And then I'm not going to tell you to play Desmond Ritter. 
Because even though he gets 300 yards, he also fumbles the ball three times or he throws three interceptions. It's it's just not worth it. It's a worse version of Sam Howell, and I'm already skeptical on Sam Howell. So I'm not going to take a worse version of him. Uh, and then on the other side, I want no part of the the little carousel that they're going to be doing with Malik Willis and Will Levis. Just pick one. Just fucking go with one. Don't don't say we're going to be. Oh no, it's going to be it's going to be drive to drive. Malik's going to take one, then Will's going to. What are you doing? <laughs> like I, I'm surprised Mike Vrabel wants to do that. Like that that seems like such a a stooge rookie coach way to do things, and he's not a stooge or a rookie coach. Hundred percent. It's like a college move. Like I totally don't get it at all. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry's interesting in this matchup. Falcons are very good against um fantasy running backs. And you know, could we see um, you know, more Tajay Spears here? I mean, who knows really what this Titans offense is gonna look like. Um, with you know, like I said, this carousel of, of quarterbacks. I just I don't know what to expect. Um, uh, to be honest, it could be some great thing, who knows? Um, but I highly doubt it. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I definitely wouldn't expect much uh, at all in this matchup. Um, so, yeah, interesting, interesting game. This is not one I'm looking forward to tuning it's in. The, it's the go grab a beer. Right, that was the one. Right? <laughs> I saw that a couple weeks ago. All right, let's go to the Patriots at America's team. Trying to lick our wounds from last week. Patriots, they're seventh against fantasy QBs. They are 18th against fantasy running backs, 12th against receivers, 13th versus tight ends. Miami's 27th against fantasy QBs, 19th against running backs, 21st against receivers, 23rd versus tight ends. What say you? Uh, on the Patriots side, I really only like Ramondre. Um, I'll keep an eye on this young kid, Demario Douglas, because he seems like he's got a little bit of a set of wheels on him. But uh, I'm not going to be as quick to start him just because of a one good game. Uh, so it's Ramondre for me on that side. And then on the Dolphins side, you know, Tyreek says he's going. Uh, Waddle's practiced, I think, twice this week with his back injury. Um, and then, you know, Mostert's a full go 100% of the time. He's just proven too much this season to, to leave him off your roster. Um, and then Tua, of course. I mean, I'm kind of playing Tua all day long. Uh, is this one in Miami, right? Yep, correct. So, yeah, home field advantage. Last time they lost out by three. I think this one's not going to be nearly as close. Um, I think Bill's going to get another ass kicking this week. It, it's interesting, though, that Tua, although Bill has never beaten Tua, Tua has never scored more than 19 fantasy points against the Patriots. Wow. Interesting. Did you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the Saints at the Colts. Um, The Saints in this particular matchup, well, look, their defense um, has been pretty good this year. Um, And they are six against fantasy QBs. They're second against running backs, 13th against receivers, ninth versus tight ends. Um, Colts are 18th against QBs, 28th against running backs, 17th against receivers, and 16th versus tight ends. What say you? Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Now, a lot of people would sleep on this game, but I think uh, all the the components of last week, seeing what the Colts were able to do on this Browns defense, 
Um, and the Saints obviously have proven that they're a team to be reckoned with this year. You know, I think it'll come down to the Saints defense, but for the fantasy-wise, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to go with um, Josh Downs. Their slot receiver is looking really phenomenal out there. He's starting to look better than Michael Pittman is, and that's saying something. Um, I'll take, you know, I know Zach Moss is out, so I'll take, like I said, I'll take the answer. I'm going to say it, Coop. I'm actually going to be okay starting Gardner Minshew. He looks like he's got that Minshew mania, that man, that Fu Manchu working again. Uh, I don't know what it is about that guy, but he just bleeds charisma, and he gets me stoked just watching him on red zone. Um, so I think I'll go with Gardner Minshew. Uh, on the other side, Derek Carr is hard to start, but if I'm going to say start Gardner Minshew, i got to say start Derek Carr. Uh, Alvin Kamara, a thousand percent. This guy is – we've, we've seen it. He's There's a chance for 14 receptions every single game with this guy. Derek Carr just does not want to look past like two yards. He just wants to dump it off to Alvin Kamara. Please keep on doing it. I love it. Just keep racking it up, racking it up, racking it up. Uh, Chris Olave, I'm out on right now. I can't stand to look at his stat line of two catches for 24 yards and maybe on it. That's that's Calvin Ridley basement level for me right now. And then Michael Thomas is an okay start at the flex. Everything else is kind of just if you want to shoot Shahid, but I don't want to. You know that you know how to transition like a boss, my friend. You know what? Because you know. Judge Jordan, you know, he couldn't make it tonight, but he sure held he sure held fantasy court for us. It just so happened it was Chris Olave that he has set up. So let's hear what Judge Jordan has to say. Two judges in one week? <laughs> in fantasy court. What you are about to witness is real. Hi, I'm this court is now in so my bad. I was laughing so hard about the two judges. <laughs> what you are about to witness is real. Hi, I'm this court is now in session. You may be seated. Today, we would like to call to the stand Mr. Chris Olave, wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints. Mr. Olave, you are brought before this court today and charged with reckless endangerment. Oh my. Now this has nothing to do with the speeding charge uh, you caught this past weekend, but how you've recklessly endangered fantasy lineups across the land. Ah! Mr. Olave, for the season, you've been very much in the spirit of Halloween, which you're ghosting at across fantasy rosters everywhere. You in danger, For someone who was drafted as wide receiver 12 overall off the boards, you're currently trailing guys like Romeo Dobbs, Tutu Atwell, Kendrick Bourne, and Josh Reynolds in point per game. Points per game. And if that's not scary, I don't know what is. Here's Johnny. You've been such a disappointment this year, Mr. Olave, that Michael Thomas is slowly rising from the dead and reviving his zombie ass and actually is making his way back onto fantasy rosters because you're leaving way too much meat on that bone. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. 
Mr. Olave, this court finds you guilty and sentences you to probation. Because although you haven't been great, we still can't justify removing you from our fantasy lineups. Our best advice for you, Mr. Olave, is to slow down behind the wheel and speed up on the field. This court is adjourned. I am the law. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. What are you, gay? Uh, all right. <laughs> See, court is now over. Good job, my friend. All right, let's get on with the breakdown. Texans at Panthers. Texans, they are 10th against fantasy QBs, 24th against running backs, 4th against receivers. 25th against tight ends, the Panthers, 20th against fantasy QBs, 31st against running backs, 16th against receivers, 20th against tight ends. What say you? Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with – I'm actually going to start both QBs. I think they're both going to show out. I know the Texans are a little bit better against the quarterback position, but I think this is going to be a good showcase game for the one and the two in this year's draft. I think that uh, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are going to give everybody a little show. As far as the running back goes, it's hard because, you know, the line has been – it's weird. It's, the line's been good for C.J. Stroud, but the line's been terrible for Damian Pierce. So I can't really, in good consciousness, tell you go start Damian Pierce or Devin Singletary. I just don't want to. Um, Miles Sanders is back. Yippee. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that – it's weird because it's like it's a good game for fantasy running backs, but all these fantasy running backs you don't want to put in your starting lineups. <laughs> you're like, you're like, the the real dilemma is like, do I really want to? Even though it's a juicy matchup. Um, and then for wide receivers, Adam Thielen all day long, Nico Collins all day long. If you're feeling frisky, put in some Tank Dell. And if you're really in a pinch, go out and put in some UJ uh, Chark. Because he definitely has the options and he has the ability to put up 15, 20 points. It just doesn't always happen as frequently as the other guys. And then tight ends, maybe Dalton Schultz. I don't even know who the Carolina tight end right now is, to be honest. So, <laughs> Donald Parham. Is it Parham? Yeah, right. Isn't he? Um... No, it's just, that's the Chargers tight end. Oh, that's right. That's right. I yeah. forgot who. I don't know who it is. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to know who it is. <laughs> no, you, you know who it is. You know who it is. And I'll miss it. about it. It's Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. 100%. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad he's been this year. That's too funny. Oh, wow. All right. Let's move on. Browns at Seahawks. Uh, Browns against fantasy QBs, eighth against running backs, 12th against receivers, second. Tight ends, third. Ooh, that D is nasty. Um, Seahawks, 24th against fantasy QBs, 10th against running backs. 27th against receivers and 7th versus tight ends. Give me some guys you like and don't like in this one. Well, it all depends on whether Deshaun Watson plays or not. Um, You know, and that depends on do I want to play anybody on this Browns offense? Because, I mean, to be honest with you, like Deshaun Watson has, has you know, he, he's been a giant letdown, a thousand percent. And, but you know when he's on the field, he gives you the options, 
and he gives his wide receivers more options than PJ Walker does. So, you know, I can't start Mari Cooper and Elijah Moore knowing that PJ Walker's thrown to them. It just, I just can't do that to myself. Um, Kareem Hunt is an option, even though the Seahawks have been good against the run. But, you know, he's an option because he's also an option to get like seven catches for however many yards. So, PR wise, you should be pretty set with Kareem Hunt. As far as um, tight end goes, Njoku is so hit and miss most of the time that I usually don't draft him, and that's for good reason. Uh, on the other side, man, like I said, canine. Load up canine because this team has just been bad against the run, um, and he's he's just proven to be the guy. I mean, Zach Charbonnet is just, hasn't been the guy. He hasn't even been close to the number two. You know, they haven't needed so why why would we even like try it? So just load up K9. He's gonna be good to go. Wide receiver wise, Jackson Smith and Jigba seems to have arrived. Um, as long as DK Metcalf is questionable and possibly doesn't play, I like his um, promise in this game. If Metcalf plays, play him as like a wide receiver to borderline flex. And Lockett's got the same treatment, in my opinion. This this might be a really low scoring game because I. If Deshaun doesn't play, I guarantee you it's going to be a real slow uh, game. But if he does play, there's a chance for fireworks for both teams going back and forth. Um, I'd love to hear what you have to say about this game because I don't think I can fill out the rest of the time slot. <laughs> no, but what I will say is this, this is what I'm going to call the Bobo game. This is the one where the Bobo comes out and gets bug wild on these Browns because look, you know, you talked about Tyler Lockett. He's banged up. DK Metcalf is banged up, you know, JSN. Okay. Whatever. This is bo bro. This guy, Gino likes to go to Bobo. And I think this is going to be his game. So I'm calling the shot right now. The Bobo game is on against the Brownies. All right. Let's, <laughs> Let's go on against the Bengals against the Niners. The Bengals are 14th against fantasy QBs, 20th against running backs, 14th against receivers, 30th against tight ends, 49ers, 3rd against QBs, 6th against running backs, 15th against receivers, 4th against tight ends. All right, give it to me. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a shout-out real quick. The past two guys that Kamish has said, go start this guy, has turned out to be really good. Dallas Goddard peel, pulled out like a one touchdown, 140 game. And then uh, Dak Prescott had his best season in the game, or best game of the season. So maybe Jake Bobo's got a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to, back to the serious matter. Uh, start everybody but Joe Mixon for the Bengals. I mean, I'm being 100% serious here. The 49ers defense is is bad right now. It's in flux. I mean, there is nothing going right. With Defensive coordinator is getting called out in the middle of the week. He's having to apologize to the press for doing zero blitz coverage right before the half, which was an idiot move. But, you know, we, we all learn from our mistakes. When you're calling out your defensive coordinator, you know there's something going on in the building, a little turmoil. Um, so please start everybody. Um, I temper expectations on T Higgins because I think Jamar Chase would just have a wild ass game and maybe he wouldn't get the targets. Um, as far as the 49ers go, I I want to say, say the same thing, but you know, man, Christian McCaffrey, obviously 
Um, everybody else is kind of, it's tough, man. Cause it's like right now, Brandon Ayuk seems to be the odd man out. If they don't have enough time for him, they're not getting the ball. And then George Kittle, he's off and on. I will say this, though. It's hard for you not to start these guys, so I understand it. So I will just say go ahead and start with tempered expectations, both these guys. And then whether it's Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold, I would probably say sit them because I – the way this offensive line is going, I think they're just going to get miserably pummeled this game. And that, from what we've seen with Brock Purdy, it's led to a lot of interceptions. And what we've seen with Sam Darnold when he sees ghosts, it does not turn out to be good games either. So I'll just say the quarterback position is probably going to be better to be sitting him, even though the other positions will probably be good. But that's just because I fear there's going to be a couple interceptions. I feel like I'm going to go change my pick after hearing you. Jeez, oh, please, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, if but, I wasn't a 49er fan and Ryder got it, I'd probably change my pick. <laughs> so, um, I will, I, me personally, like I debated between Mark Andrews and it was George Kittle was the other guy I had picked set for a monster game. I feel regardless of Sam Darnold or – um purdy they're going to go to george kittle a lot in this game with no debo samuel um and brandon Ayuk, you know whatever it's kind of hit and miss george kittle's a mainstay there and i believe he's gonna have a huge game against the defense that struggles against tight ends quite frankly they're 30th overall in the league against fantasy tight ends so i just think this is that that George Kittle game that you, you know, that you've, if you've held on to him as a George Kittle owner, you're going to be um, rewarded, if you will, by putting him in this week. Um, so I like him regardless of who, who the QB is. Um, I still like, you know, again, this defense is still, I still think the defense is good. Um, so I just, again, at home um, against the Bengals, I just, you know, and again, this is not, this Bengals team hasn't been gangbusters. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I might have to change my pick though. The way going. All right, let's go. The Chiefs at the Broncos. Um, man, we talk, we'll talk about it more on Sunday. What was it like 19 in a row for the Chiefs? Um, QB against fantasy QBs. The Chiefs are fifth against running backs are seventh against receivers are 11th. Tight ends 14th. Broncos 30th against QBs. Dead last against running backs. 18th against receivers. 29th against tight ends. What say you? Um, make it 20. I don't think the Broncos stand a chance in this game. Um, I'm not going to be the guy to pick them in that uh, receiver room. You know, I think Cortland Sutton is at best a flex. Jerry Judy does not deserve a flex. Um, Marvin Benz, he may be him later on when they trade all their asset, but he is not him right now. Uh, as far as the running back goes, Javante Williams, uh, Yakita, and then Russell Wilson, he's pulled out some good games this year, but his worst game this year came against Kansas City at home. Seven points. It was brutal. Um, I kind of expect a little bit of the same. I know seven points. I mean, all-time lows, I know it's probably not going to happen, but uh, I'm pretty much saying I don't think that Russell Wilson going to be better than a QB 20 this week. Uh, on the other side, start everybody. 
start everybody. Start Racy Rice. Start uh, Pacheco. Start Patrick Mahomes. Start Travis Kelsey. It's going to be a nice matchup, probably for all those guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you got anything else to add on that one. Yeah, I was going to normally say, I was going to say normally, you know, I would always add like, well, you know, a game script that might, you know, have Russell Wilson, um, you know, throw. But, you know, quite frankly, this Chiefs defense has been really good this year. Um, so I, you know, I can't really even say that, um, you know, the offense has struggled. The defense has stepped up. Now, the Broncos uh, offense, give it a little credit, have started to show a little bit of life to it. Um, so it might have a little bit of juice this game. Um, but you know, and again, way this chiefs defense is, uh, played, I, you know, I don't expect much, um, as you mentioned, whatever it is, I don't know if it was 19, but if that is what it is, like I said, it's 20 in a row, um, with this one, I just don't see the Broncos, uh, doing anything to these chiefs, but then, you know, that's when of course the Broncos will blow them out by 45 points. All right. Well, you know what? It's time to get i gotta stretch a little bit and when i stretch i got these fake muscles on i want to flex i get some my flex starts on for my halloween treats all right let's check it out bandy's flex starts of the week welcome back to bandy It's your boy, Bandy, and welcome back to a Halloween edition of Bandy's Flex Starts of the Week. Your boy will make this quick because your boy's got a headache right now. But uh, let's get some guys for you for this weekend to throw in those flex spots and get some candy while we're at it. Let's go ahead and get started over on the Vikings. Okay, we're going to go ahead and throw out K.J. Osborne. Jordan Addison is nicked up. We all know what's going on with Justin Jefferson. K.J. Osborne seems to be the only guy left. Go ahead, throw him in your flex spot this week. Boom, going to the next guy. A guy that came off the couch, and now he's going straight to your flex spot in your fantasy rosters. It's your guy, Kareem Hunt. Hey, dude knows the offense. Dude knows what's up. Dude knows how to get fantasy points. Throw Kareem Hunt in the flex spot because he's going to be holding down the RB position for the Browns. Moving on to our last guy on the list, a guy coming straight off of IR. And I know it's scary, but go ahead and throw Tank Dell in there. I think with that offense, the way they're clicking, coming off the bye, Tank Dell is going to get you some points. Guys, thank you so much for watching Bandy Flex Starts of the Week. Listen, Halloween's right around the corner, okay? Make sure you're getting all the candy, give it to the little kids, make them happy, because, hey, that's what it's all about, baby. Oh. That's what it's all about. And don't forget to check out 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast right here on YouTube, baby. All right, Bandy, we appreciate you. Happy Halloween to you. All right, let's go on. Finish the breakdown here with the Ravens at the Cardinals. 
Ravens, number one against fantasy QBs. They're 16th against running backs, six against receivers, number one against tight ends. Cardinals, not so much. 28th against fantasy QBs, 29th against uh, running backs, 28th against receivers, and number two against tight ends. What say you, my friend? Guys you like and don't like. Uh, everybody on the Ravens and nobody on the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Although, although uh, revenge game for Hollywood Brown. Hey, revenge game for Hollywood Brown. Love it. And we're, we're one step closer, one week closer to the return of Kyler Murray. I love that too. that's pretty much all the storylines we can drum up for that one all right let's go on to the next one here the bears at the chargers bears 29th against qbs 23rd against running backs 19th against receivers 17th versus tight ends chargers dead last against qbs 17th against running backs dead last against receivers 21st against tight ends. What say you? Can we flip this game out? Like, how did this make Sunday? Oh. What? Oh. Get up. <laughs> um, as my monster star indicated, I am 100% in on Justin Herbert in this game. I think this is going to be a monster game for this new man. Um, and then this is going to be a bounce back game for Austin Eckler, calling it right now. This guy has needed to get right since week one. Going to get right here. Uh, Keenan Allen is probably going to have another monster game. Josh Palmer trending towards the, like, possibly not playing because he's been missing practice. It's been, it's calling upon Quentin Johnston to step up. Is he going to step up? That's the question. Because he hasn't stepped up since Mike Williams went down. Um, I won't play him, and I will gladly sit on the sidelines and cheer him on, and hopefully he steps up, and then I can claim him off the waivers next week. But until then, I am not going to stay anywhere near Quentin Johnston. I will stay clear of him. Uh, the tight end position, it's it's just it's not worth it. Gerald Everett's okay. And Donald Parham is completely dependent on scoring two touchdowns a week. I don't want to take those chances. On the flip side, Tyler Badgett didn't look too bad. And this is a terrible defense. I'm just saying, if you're in a real pickle and you have to pick between Tyrod Taylor and Tyson Badgett, <laughs> I'd go with Tyson Badgett. <laughs> uh, and uh, Donta Foreman. I heard Roshan's coming back, so I don't know how that's going to be a split. I liked what he did last week. He absolutely destroyed the Raiders. Um, that was phenomenal. If he's the if he's solo back this week, I'm starting him again for sure. Um, DJ Moore caught eight passes last week. Definite start. And then the tight end position, uh, Cole Kmet. Why not? And I, I can't believe I'm saying this. But go ahead and start your Bears because this matchup on defense is terrible. So your all your Bears are at least worth a flex spot. And like I said, Tyson Badgett, if you're if you're like in those leagues where you had Anthony Richardson go down, Justin Fields went down, you're wait you were waiting on Kyler Murray to come back. Tyson Badgett is not the worst option out there this week. 
Tyson and DJ Moore might be one of the best DFS buys this week as well. So we'll have to check that out, of course, later on. Uh, but yeah, it might be a nice uh, cost. And of course, you can spend that money elsewhere because um, uh, they're going to get volume. That's the bottom line. All right, let's go to the Monday Nighter. The Raiders against the Lions. Uh, Raiders uh, against fantasy QBs are 11th, against running backs 27th, against receivers 9th, against tight ends. They're 15th. Lions 26th against QBs. They're third against running backs. 22nd against receivers and 31st against tight ends. What say you? So from what I've been reading, I did a little research. Jimmy G seems to be on track to play against the Lions. Okay, That's phenomenal because that means that everybody has a chance to eat. We saw what Brian Hoyer did last week. And we all still wonder why he has a job in the NFL for like 14 years. <laughs> um, but but realistically, like Jacoby Myers, even with Brian Hoyer, was a locked-in flex start. Devontae Adams becomes viable again. Josh Jacobs is is a possible flex start. I mean, it's tough because this Lions team is so good on defense. Last week was, I think, just a fluke week. I think it was more like a chin check week. And, you know, they got beat down. But I think they're going to come back with a little bit more aggressiveness. I can't imagine a Dan Campbell team uh, is going to come back and get rolled over twice. So I'm imagining this is going to be a real tough game on Josh Jacobs. He's one of the guys on borderline flexing slash sitting on the Raiders. Uh, On the other side, it's full steam ahead with Jameer Gibbs. Even if Dan Montgomery comes back, I think both of them can figure it out. Uh, they seem to have found out that Jameer Gibbs actually is a good football player and they should use him more. No brainer, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, Amon Ross around the sun god. Always play him. Uh, Jared Goff, going to be a great game for him. Uh, he does. He has to face that pass rush, which led by Max Crosby has been good, but I don't think it will deter him enough to, you know, throw off possibly getting a 300-yard game this week. And then Sam Laporta, you already know. I already said it. Monster start of the week. Let's go, Sammy. Two touchdowns. Let's get back to the top. Travis Kelsey took that from you. Let's get back to the top, kid. Yeah, please do because in my in my home my home league I actually have Kincaid and Laporta, and I had Kincaid on the bench this week. <laughs> please, like please Laporta, don't make me look stupid here. Come on. All right. Well, look, it's Friday night. You know, you know how we like to end our night with a little bit of fantasy, and it's Halloween. So our girl Nikki dressed up as her favorite childhood character let's check out friday night fantasies when i wake up in my own pink world i get up out of bed and wave to my home girl what's up everybody it's nikki from the blog book and it's how you need here at tss fantasy <coughs> this barbie is ready to roll into her week eight fantasy loves let us show you 
This week, I've got a crush on Rashad White, who's oh. finally made it into my starting lineup. And that's because he's going up against a banged-up Buffalo defense that allows 4.9 yards per carry to opposing running backs. And I would just like to inform you, I do not have a vagina. And he does not have a penis. I'm infatuated with Zay Flowers. It's pretty rare for me to be infatuated with a Baltimore Ravens player because they spread the ball around so much. But Zay Flowers is fantastic in man coverage. And it just so happens the Arizona Cardinals run man on 80% of their plays. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. I'll beat you off with you any day, Ken. Hold my ice cream, Ken. But I know what you're all thinking. Who does your heart belong to this week, Nikki? Well, my heart belongs in Detroit to Jared Goff. He didn't have a great week last week. However, he's getting a Raiders team that generates pressure on opposing quarterbacks at the fourth lowest in the league. So that tells me Jared Goff is going to have time to get the ball to his playmakers. It's not Ken's greenhouse, right? (laughs) Right, as always. That's it for week eight, everyone. Good luck, and Miss Barbie will see you in week nine. I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend boyfriend. To do what? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Nikki. We appreciate you. Happy Halloween to you and yours. All right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed the Friday night version of our Halloween fun. We'll continue this on Sunday, of course. Um, Halloween is certainly not over for us, so we'll keep all the Halloween fun going on Sunday for sure. All right, well, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you then. Good luck. Get your rosters adjusted. Come back and check us in. We'll get Brian in to get you all the uh, latest injuries on Sunday. Um, We'll get some betting options as well. And, of course, I got my fantasy friends in for some more Halloween fun. We appreciate you and we are out.